Bake it till you make it. Today, John O'Ben and Sharon are getting baked. It is the edge. John O'Ben and Sharon, we're live from a cooking school today trying to bake all 100 odd cakes from the children's cake cookbook. You know the one your mum had when you were growing up, the one with the train on the front? Oh, that was the book. That was the dream. If you didn't have one of those at your birthday party, it's what a stink birthday party. I like it's appropriate that you uh, said 100 odd cakes, Ben, because we have made <laughs> some odd cakes. Uh, some odd cakes. <laughs> like there was one that was meant to resemble a rocket. Uh, I didn't uh, think uh, it was a rocket. Yeah, no, exactly. We all know what it is. It'll now. be good for a stag do. If you're having one this weekend, you yeah. want one at party, this will be the cake for you. The castle looks very lacklustre, certainly not fit for a king. It wasn't like the trade me picture, that's for sure. No, you can follow it all on our Instagram as well, at Edge Afternoon, see the cakes that have been made so far. And, and we're going to reveal if we have made all 108 after 5 o'clock this afternoon. Mm-hmm. The big reveal. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. We're trying to bake all 108 cakes from the children's cake cookbook that your mum had when you are growing up. And if you want a cake for your celebration over the weekend, and boy, after looking at these, you definitely would. If anyone's having a bar mitzvah or a stag do, then you can definitely have a John and Ben's rocket cake because it does not look like a rocket. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, uh, you can check out uh, John and Ben and Sharon Instagram for all of the cakes we've made so far. But you may be wondering, how the hell did we end up in a cooking school baking novelty children's cakes? Well, here's how. I'm a making my we were talking about baking, and you made the outrageous claim that only women should be doing the baking. Oh, no, you meant... Okay, play, play the clip. Play the clip. I couldn't even make a gender reveal cake. Oh, what sort of mum are you? All mums... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what sort of... All, all mums need to be able to bake cakes. All it's right. the first what one of these mums. this, the 1950s? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> hey, my mum could bake a cake. My dad couldn't. And I stand by... I stand by... Again, you keep replaying this bit of audio. I stand by those comments. This Friday, you have to make every cake in the birthday book. Wow, my boy is racing this weekend, so he needs the racing car cake. The racing car cake. That is a good one. Okay. Okay. Your your boy is going to end up with a a lacklustre cake. No, no, you're going to try your best, Jonathan. You'll try your best for Tracy. will not be good enough. (laughs) I have been thinking about this overnight. I can't do 108 cakes on my own. So here's what I propose. They're Ben and Sharon. You help me out. Oh, 0800 The Edge. 0800 The Edge. Should Ben and Sharon help me out? If listeners say that we should help you, then we will help you. Okay, what do you reckon? Should they help me or not? Absolutely. Good on you. Now, that is the attitude. People, like, people were texting and pulling out words like teamwork. Absolutely, you should help. You guys are a team, aren't you? We're going to end up having to help him tomorrow. But I wanted to tell Jono to get back to the kitchen. Bitch. Oh, that'd be so good. Okay. That's where we are. And Sharon did not turn up first thing this morning. Ben, you were here. Yeah. Teamwork, Sharon. You said you're going to help. Yeah, and I am. I'm going to help. I just didn't want to help outside of my designated work hours. <laughs> okay. If, if, you do, if you do want a cake, you're celebrating an occasion. It doesn't have to be a birthday. It could be a wedding. It could be a flat warming. It can be anything. A graduation. Maybe you just bought um, a bunny rabbit and his face is a little bit smushed. Uh, that'd be a perfect one to give uh, to you for the weekend. We just made that cake before. Perfect. That's the, that's the dream. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The edge. Of course, the big news yesterday was that Hugh Hefner passed away sadly yes. at 91 yeah he uh, died of, great innings he died of natural causes surrounded by his loved ones at home mm. and um it, it came out today that uh, his wife isn't being left anything uh, in his will but she apparently will be looked after not sure what that means but we've been getting a whole lot of uh, social media stories coming through today people like pamela anderson and uh other ex-girlfriends and we actually have a new zealander on the phone right now who has a also story with Hugh no didn't no, sleep with you definitely slept with you has a story about an experience at the play we mentioned if you welcome to the 
show, Amber Peebles. How are you doing, Amber? <laughs> I'm doing great, thanks. I was listening to you guys thinking, oh, my God, they're setting me up like I've bloody slept with the guy. <laughs> I was like, oh, how interesting. <laughs> no, no. How was it? No, no. no. In all seriousness, no, you have you partied at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, a while back now, um, but we managed to get ourselves into, um, uh, yeah, the Playboy Mansion, and uh, Ludacris was there. He was playing on stage. He was singing, and there were bloody girls in lingerie everywhere dancing. It was actually everything that you would expect it to be. Wow. And was Hugh Hefner, like, was he dancing, or was he just sit back and that creepy guy in the corner that watches? Yeah, that. He was the creepy guy in the corner with um, his robe on and he was surrounded by just very blonde, young boobs everywhere. Um, and, I mean, yeah, it was. Um, it, it literally was what you see, you know, on, on, the, on the show. It was mental. Uh, did, you, did you feel safe going in there knowing that Hugh Hefner wouldn't hit on you because you were a brunette or did he still give it a crack? <laughs> That's so true, right? Um, you know, I think I was very safely tucked away knowing that Hugh Hefner was not going to make me one of his wives. Um, but I do remember thinking <laughs> that it's probably time to leave when um, this old fella started telling me that he uh, ran a magazine and that maybe I could appear in the magazine. It took me quite some time until I figured out that it was a titty magazine, but, uh, yeah, then I figured, okay, it's probably time to let's go see the photo and then leave. <laughs> okay, here's a question for you. What's one thing that you saw at the Playboy Mansion that no one else would know about? Because we know Patrick Gower, the political reporter, went to Donald Trump's house and used a gold toilet. Is oh, there yeah. anything like that? There was just so much to take in. Everyone was just wearing lingerie. You know, except for the occasional sort of scattered few like myself sort of freaking out by the fact. And how much chlorine do you reckon they used in the grotto pool? Like, you know, I reckon he's gone through quite a lot of I mean, I, I, I was never going to hop in there because that's a little bit... You'd be too scared you're going to end up pregnant by the end of it, you know. But, um, but it was a very chemical experience, I'll tell you that. Yeah, what they need. The grotto just needs a good old-fashioned Dettol wipe. Oh, just get your Dettol wipes out there. Give oh. it a good old rub. Well, Amber Peebles went to the Playboy Mansion for a party. Very interesting insight. Yeah. Thank you very much for talking to us. Have a wonderful day. We're trying to bake 108 cakes. Are you a baker, and do you think we can do it? Um, uh, hey, look, my first instinct was to say no, um, but that's a little bit that's a little bit of a downy, downy Debbie. So let's just say hell yes. And a happy Friday. I believe in you. We'll take, we'll take you on your first instinct, though. <laughs> Thank you very much, Anna. <laughs> right. Do you know what tomorrow is? Saturday. Do you know what else it is? No. It is New Zealand's most common birthday. It is the the, the place, the, the day that people are celebrating more than any other day of a birthday. And it's because their parents got very randy at New Year's and they're a little bit late. And that's why, boom, that's why their birthday is oh, September these are, the, these are the New Year's babies, are they? Yeah. Oh, oh, really? Tomorrow. So well, how many people are celebrating their birthday in New Zealand tomorrow, Sharon? of a lot, That's Jono. a, that's a, a very a vague answer. Do you know what, though? Very, I was wanting statistics, specific numbers. It really enraged me because... She's just ignoring me. <laughs> <laughs> it really enraged me because people kept uh, complaining about it. Like, you don't know how hard it is having a birthday with so many other people. And I'm like, shut the F up, be a big B, because wow. my birthday wow. is on Christmas Eve and I share my birthday with Jesus, <laughs> the most popular person in the well, entire no, world. To be fair, that you're the day before. 
Yeah, but he gets all he steals all Jesus my has a, Jesus has a long run up. He has a long celebration, and he has doesn't he? Up to his, he doesn't have birthday yeah. week. He has birthday like three months. And it's like, oh, mate, you've already had your you, you did your bloody amazing thing at Easter, didn't you? <laughs> exactly. Disappeared, came back again. Yeah. Why, are you, why are you hogging the Christmas birthday oh, limelight? And, it, and it, that's the thing is that he does it, and then people that are born on September thirtieth are like, oh, I've got the worst birthday. Lots of people. It's like, no, you don't have the yeah. worst birthday. People that have Christmas birthdays have the worst birthday. And his mother was a virgin. I. Can't even do the maths on that. How did that even happen? <laughs> Joseph surely was like... Someone should write a book about it. Joseph must have been like, oh, you're pregnant. Yeah. But we've never... <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And, and you, oh. didn't, you didn't sleep with anyone? Okay. No, no, are you, but are I you? just believe you. I won't ask any questions. Are you slut-shaming Mary? <laughs> Whoa. What that is, is sacrilegious, Jono. Oh, oh. I, I, oh, I can't think of... Well, there's only one way you get pregnant. She's claiming she's a virgin. Wow. She's told Joseph she's a virgin. Wow. I apologise to all of our believers that are listening right now. Oh, listen. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Catholic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not a good you, one. You, you're like the person that says something racist and then goes, oh, it's okay. I've got a, I've got a friend that's brown. <laughs> God's sake. Okay, so we're talking about... We won't talk about whether or not... How does a virgin get pregnant? <laughs> we're not, like, that, that is not that's our phone, a logical no, question. That is okay. not our phone topic. Our phone topic is, do you have the worst birthday? And if so, what is it? Is it a leap year? Is it New Year's Eve? Is it New Year's Day? Is it actually Christmas Day? Jen, my baby mama, Boxing Day. So the day after Christmas. No one gives us toss the day after Christmas. <laughs> so she already had the world's worst birthday and then you paid on her presents one year. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's a fair retort to my... Blasphemy comments just moments ago. Uh, right under the edge is the phone number 3343 on the text. Uh, why do you have the worst birthday? We'll do that next. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. And Nick is on 0800 The Edge right now. What do you reckon the world's worst birthday is, Nick? Well, it's been a New Year's Day. It's uh, pretty difficult. Um, everyone else wants to go out and do something and not want to hang with you on your birthday. Oh. oh so so actual the... New Year's Day or New Year's Eve? Actual New Year's Day. When everyone's hungover oh, and sack of shit. Yeah. Do people get your presents or they forget? Because they've obviously got other Sometimes, stuff in their yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah, if they Does forget. It... But it's also like when it's New Year's Eve, they're like, oh, it's Happy New Year's. And they go, oh, wait, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, uh, you're right. New Year's Eve kind of takes a shine off your birthday, doesn't it? Still not as bad as uh, still not as bad as Christmas Day, I reckon. Because Christmas Day, you're probably just getting one present. Yeah. You're not getting a birthday and a Christmas present mm. on Christmas Day, are you? No, but I reckon leap year would be even worse because you only get your birthday every few years. But let's go to Ashley. You reckon yours is worse than New Year's Day. When is your birthday? Oh, so my birthday, sorry, Valentine's Day is on the 14th of Feb. Mine is on the 15th and my eldest daughter was on the 16th. But my youngest was due on the 13th, so it kind of all just ends up being merged into one. Oh, you lost the thunder <laughs> of birthday week to kids. <laughs> Ooh. It's commercialism, <laughs> Valentine's Day, is it? That's what you say when you forget to buy the flowers. Right. I don't buy into that commercial oh, we rubbish. Yeah, we don't celebrate I'm that. not a commercial does, person. Does your partner Even do... Even though I work on a commercial radio station. <laughs> does, your, does your partner do Valentine's Day for you, or is, do they just kind of lump it into one? No, not really, because he forgets which day is Valentine's Day and which day is my birthday. Oh, what a blowout. Oh, well, at least you get, as long as you're getting presents on well, both days, that's all yeah, that matters. That's the thing. Like, if he gives you flowers and a chocolate on your birthday, it's a 50 50. <laughs> isn't it? Oh, well, Ashley, thank you so much for calling. We're going to hook you up with a Covergirl prize pack, all right? Just hold the line. Hello, The Edge. Okay, yeah, why but... have you got the worst birthday in New Zealand? Why do you think you've got it? Um, I don't have it. My brother and sister have it. They're twins, so they have to share. But they have to share. Oh. Christmas 
Oh, oh this is what we're just talking about. Do they get two presents? Do they um, get a Christmas present? No, they barely get a happy birthday, mate. Hey, it's about lunchtime. We go, oh, oh, shivers. Happy birthday. Oh, that is yeah. terrible for Jesus, Jesus stealing the thunder. My parents are always really good. They always, you always got double, like, the normal amount of presents, even if, like, the same as every other person with their birthday. It was never wrapped in Christmas paper or anything like that. You guys, as a family, you need to bloody pick up your game because not only do they share a birthday being twins, but they share a birthday with, like, a holiday where everyone else is getting parents, uh, getting presents. So you guys got to do better this year. What I, what I, we all get together for their birthday. We're all there. Yeah, but you're all getting bloody presents. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. What I love is when your dad, like my dad wouldn't know my birthday. He's like, uh, oh, your birthday's sometime soon, isn't it? <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, he knows it's, weeks o- ago. He knows it's October, November, <laughs> so he just hits that range for about eight weeks. No, your dad texted me for my birthday last year. I reckon he just hates you. <laughs> <laughs> John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. I'd like to bring in producer Dan, who's uh, currently back at base while we try and cook 108 cakes mm. today. <laughs> producer Dan, welcome. How's it going out there, guys? Uh, it's going really well. I have a really good feeling that we might make all 108. We'll give the official figure after 5 o'clock. Mm. If you'd like a cake, actually, head down to... Uh, Main Course Cooking School, Beaumont Street, 5 o'clock. We'll be having a cake store. Mm. Yeah, free cakes. Except cake. we won't be charging. They'll be free. Yeah, I don't the cakes hold out aren't much hope. Because we're not making any. I don't hold out much hope, Okay, Mr Negative. That's why you're back at base, mate. Yeah. We don't need that negativity down here in we're, the kitchen. We're mm. positive vibes only down here at the cake shop. Uh, well, you'll know, Dan, because you uh, compile the better bits of the week, my friend. Technically, it's Jono's <laughs> best bits of the week, not Dan's. So it's a pleasure to present Do you know what, Jono Prize best bits of the week. Featuring mainly Jono. <laughs> <laughs> we start this week with Jeremy Corbett, who was in to talk about his stint on Family Feud with Jono and Ben. And we got his brother on to tell him about a feud they had when they were younger. When we were quite a bit younger, we were playing uh, Zooms. We used to play Zooms in the, in the, with our toy cars. And uh, cool. one time Jeremy had this very flash Captain Scarlet car. It was good. And no one would play Zooms with him, so he threw it on the ground and it broke into a million bits. <laughs> I'll play Aww. Zooms with you, Jeremy. Thank you. And who's playing Zooms with you now, Jeremy? Still nobody. Aww. I've learned to control my temper a bit more. Wow. Thank oh, you. That was, oh, I remember Thank trying you. to piece that car together and my, <laughs> and my mum trying to do her best, but just knowing, oh, it's gone. Also this week, Sharon talked about food. If I'm having steak, eggs and chips, one of my favourite meals, I'll always eat chips. What are you, a truck driver? <laughs> no, it's just a, it's a Kiwi classic. I'll always go. Love, another love, another more than driving me big old Mac, swinging into the truck stop, having me a steak and chips. No, but I will. But Some I'll, percolated I'll... coffee. On Wednesday, Curtis and Finn from Shorten Street popped in for a chat, and Jono asked them about auditioning for roles in America. Do you have to have a convincing accent when you're going for roles over there, an American accent? I'll do mine for you. And okay. You okay. Okay. Wow, howdy. Oh, God. <laughs> Continue, Jono. Wow, howdy. Oh, now he's getting more enthusiastic. Is that all you got? Wow, howdy. Just hoping to pick up truck and have a good old time. <laughs> Would they give me some rolls over in LA? What are Absolutely. you doing here? What are your ones like then if they're so, if so much better than Jono's? Give us your American yeah, accent. Go, go, go look and you were over there, mate. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday, Sharon and I had a bit of a disagreement about the new Lady Gaga documentary. She has a chronic health problem, a chronic pain problem, which goes all the way up her side into her face, and she was showing how she gets treatment for it because a lot of people suffer from it and don't know anything about it. Well, that's horrendous, and I'm sorry, Lady Gaga, but what what I'm I'm saying is, if you're the filmmakers, make that clear at the start, because I just thought she was whinging about having a sore hip. Explain that she's got a sore face and sore hip and sore arms. She said she was 
she's had a sore mate. hip since she had a hip replacement surgery. She says that quote in the documentary. Mm, should have said it louder then. I really oh did. Did she God. say it in a whingy tone yeah, or something? Like, no. <laughs> you guys are so mean. What would your documentary be called if you guys had a documentary starting with you, Ben? How to kill a Dan Webby. <laughs> <laughs> and finally this week, Jono had an incident with a builder. We're getting uh, some weatherboards put on the house. I was getting changed in the bathroom. Okay, imagine this. A hot, steamy Jono emerging. <laughs> Jason. Emerging from the shower, freshly dripping wet. I just it's like, a little it's like seeing an axolotl like, dive out of the water of a swamp and yeah. go back down again. And uh, boom, builder, staring through the skylight. What was he on the roof? Saw your bits. Saw my bits. Saw wow. everything. Saw my hammer and nail. What do you do? Do you put your hands on your hips or do you try and cover it up? No, I, d- I did go for a panicked cover up. <laughs> you know how like a lady, an old lady, a lady in the 1930s would be like, ooh. <laughs> and I did that and uh, we haven't spoken since. So you just grabbed a flannel and covered it up. Oh, get stuffed. <laughs> get <laughs> There's the bit of bits of the week. Thank you very much, Dan. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Broadcasting live from Main Course Cooking School, where they have kindly let us destroy their kitchen to try and cook all 100 ca- 108 cakes from the Woman's Weekly uh, Cookbook, the birthday cake book. Yeah, the one that your mum used to have when you were growing up. Oh, now, the one with you, the train yeah, in the swimming pool. If you want uh, one of the cakes that we have cooked uh, baked, you can come down to the uh, school right now, grab one, and we'll tell you uh, in about half an hour how many of the 108 we got through. Did we reach 108? But we are going to put them out on like a cake stool. Oh, yes. So Celebrity Cook. Annabelle White popped in to judge the cakes that were on offer. Annabelle White, Celebrity Chef. No, Celebrity Cook, darling. Oh, no, okay. I'm not a chef. I'm <laughs> okay. just a cook. Well, don't I'm forget the celebrity wait, part. Wait, wait, wait. What's, it, what's yeah. the difference between a chef and a cook? Yeah. The difference is that a, a chef is someone who's gone to technical training uh, and learnt everything, where a cook can be pretty much anyone who's got an enthusiasm for eating, uh, is basically greedy and wants to be able to cook. Oh, someone didn't fork out for the student fees and get a cook. <laughs> okay, that's all no, right. it's all good, it's all good. I actually do think that being a cook is actually better than being a chef on, on some levels, because you can relate to, people can relate to you because you know to ask the questions and you mm. learn and you can share it. So no, it's been good for me. Okay, Annabelle, be harsh. Which cake do you think is the best and which case do you think is the worst? Oh, that's a pretty tough one. Um, I would have to go to say, I would have to say, I think this is one of the... The rocket ship. The rocket ship, I would have to say, is particularly bad because it's, it looks sort of slightly phallic, but it's particularly um, unappealing. It's sort of, Everything's gone wrong there, but... Okay, that was one that Jono and I made, okay. But I would have to say that without a doubt, the cake that I think is absolutely extraordinary is this cake here. The telephone. Oh, this is the one my mum made. I've got to say that that has been made by someone who's put a lot of care in and has done things very delicately, a nice, and it's just, it's just perfect. Okay, it's the, a perfect cake. The worst one on the table is the rocket ship, and the best one is the telephone. Annabelle White, thank you very much. You're welcome, guys. And not just Annabelle White down here, Jenny Boyce, Ben's mum. Huh? How are you, Jenny? Very good, thank you. What are you, what are you, what are you reading there? The are you sitting down reading the paper? I see you're not baking cakes. You're, you're, down, you're down here baking cakes, Jenny. Recipe books, a recipe books, of course. Tell us what sort of cakes Ben liked when he was growing up. Oh, chocolate. And my famous chocolate fudge cake. Oh! That was actually quite good. Mum's, mum's chocolate fudge cake was actually pretty good. Actually quite good. <laughs> yeah. Quite well, I'm not good. a big cake How person. How rude! Well, she hasn't made one for me for like 10 years. So yeah, well, because you're not like... like I'm like cutting out a cake supply, a rich cake supply. I'm you getting. don't eat cakes now, though. You're, just, you're a fruit guy. Maybe <laughs> she can make you a fruit cake. Well, maybe, maybe. It'll last, <laughs> last longer than this radio show. Hey, hey Jenny, uh, what, what cake would you like to bake now? What do you want to choose? Oh... 
You got the telephone. You got the clown. Oh yeah. You got the yeah. number five. Oh well, I love the telephone, of course. Who doesn't love a telephone? <laughs> Who doesn't love a telephone? Eating a telephone. Annabelle's just judged the telephone. And that gorgeous doll cake. That's been made. Oh, cool. Now Annabelle, we spoke to just moments ago. She judged the telephone that you baked. Really? She said it was the best cake on the table. Oh. oh. Very wow. flash. Mm. How good is that? Does that, <laughs> does that make it worthwhile coming down to be part of this? Absolutely. She also said your son's phallic rocket was the worst cake on the table. <laughs> that's a rocket ship, guys. If you read into it more than that, then it's your own dirty minds, okay? Well, <laughs> if that's a rocket ship, I'd hate to see what you think a penis looks like. <laughs> that's why New Zealand's not, not, never got into space, because I'm in charge of the space program. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Two of us have been here since 9 o'clock this morning. Let's not get into that, though, Shares, eh? Um, sorry, but I... I was uh, I had some engagements I had to attend, like a brunch with a friend, which I, was very important. I thought the whole show we're going to get together and try and cook all 108 cakes from the iconic Women's Weekly Birthday Cake Book. The mum hey. had it. Every house in New Zealand had we it. We did do that from 12:30. Well, you did. John yeah. and I here from nine. John, oh, okay. voice. We just handed out the cakes to uh, a whole bunch of listeners and delinquent skateboarders and BMXers from yep. across the road. We ended up with cake being thrown back in our faces. Yes, uh, you should see Jono right now. His face is covered in ice. Slaving <laughs> over a hot oven all day. We have been, you're right. Only for cake to be thrown back in our faces. Thrown in our faces. Anyway, the kids, are, they're loving it over there right now. Yeah. Only one of them's uh, been rendered unconscious, I think, at the moment. We'll call the emergency services. That's that's cool. Cool. We've still got some people hanging around, though. Uh, would you guys say these are the best cakes you've ever seen? The official cake count. We set out to make okay. 108 cakes. That's every cake in the book, right? I appreciate the music, but Dan's, Dan's got some music. Are you kidding me? I'm in charge of the. Oh, yeah. this is bullshit. Here it is. Please welcome our special guest this afternoon, NRL legend, Darren Lockyer. Yeah, g'day guys. <laughs> you do sound like a legend. Darren Lockyer, yeah, just been playing a bit of footy and stuff with the boys. And you just counted the cakes? Yeah, no, it's been counted. Where's the cake count coming in? from Australia for this, I'm not yeah. sure why. No, I thought I'd come over here guys, love what you've done. Brooks doing some fantastic things for the baking industry. No, I've personally counted all the cakes. It's quite hard for a rugby league player. Yeah, well, they have both uh, those concussions. Well, listen, I, got, I start to lose how to count after six. <laughs> but anyway, we got there. Well done, guys. Of the 108 cakes you wanted to bake today, you made 31. <laughs> 31 cakes! That's impressive. I'm happy about that. 31's good. Yeah, listen, no one's more disappointed than Australian League representative Darren Lockyer. It sounds a lot like Jono. Flew all the way over here to announce this. I would have thought you'd put a bit of a batter effort in, but 31 cakes. That's pretty good. I've actually appreciated 31. I thought you guys were going to manage about 14 cakes. You've made 31. Not a bad bad effort. We really underestimated how long it takes to make one cake, and we really underestimated the skills and talent required Mm. to bake. 55 minutes of baking time per cake, and that's not allowing for the decorating. No, it is, it's a very hard thing, but we have done it, and if you want to see all the coverage, it's on our Instagram account all right, right guys, now. I'm going to go up and head play some footy, all right? You've retired, mate. Yeah. <laughs> wow. He still it's, likes playing footy. 
Each afternoon's on Instagram. Listen to Darren Lockyer. Shut up, Darren Lockyer. He's lost his mind. 